Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Ken Brannan, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season when we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. 1 John 1, 8-9 puts it this way, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verses 12-20. through 20. Again Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Then the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, because I know where I have come from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is valid, for it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I testify on my own behalf, and the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. Then they said to him, Where is your Father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. He spoke these words while he was teaching in the treasury of the temple, but no one arrested him, because his hour had not yet come. Here ends the reading. Jesus has a way with words. He takes the things we need most in everyday life and attributes them to himself. In other passages, he describes himself as the water of life or the bread of heaven. Today, he says, I am the light of the world. Bold claims, water, bread, light, essential things we can't live without. Apparently, the Pharisees have noticed his use of words as well, and they decide to call him on it. In Jewish law, you must have two witnesses to testify to something as true. For example, if you want to accuse someone of a crime, there must be another witness who saw the crime happen. This is an ancient safeguard to ensure that justice is done. In today's passage, the Pharisees accuse Jesus of testifying to himself, of being a single biased witness, rather than having someone else to testify on his behalf. They must have thought that their argument was a devastating one and would shut him up. After all, they had the law of Moses on their side. Jesus' response is breathtaking and bold in two ways. First of all, he doesn't deny that he's testifying on his own behalf. That in itself would be a blasphemous claim. In Hebrew scripture, what we call the Old Testament, only God can testify to himself. For example, in Exodus, Moses says to God, Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants to whom you swore by yourself. Or in Genesis, when Abraham did not withhold Isaac from God, God says, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord. Only God, the creator of the universe, can testify by or to himself. A second witness is not needed. In this way, Jesus is pointing to his divine nature. 
But Jesus' response is bold in a second way. He goes on to claim that he does have a second witness, his Father in heaven. In your law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I testify on my own behalf, and the Father who sent me testifies on my behalf. The Pharisees think he is referencing an earthly father and asks where he is. Jesus makes it clear that he's referring to God the Father. He is only able to do as he does and teach as he teaches because his Father has sent him into the world for a divine purpose. What does this mean in our context? Jesus is not just a good teacher. Jesus is not just someone we follow because he is wise or helpful or kind. Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords. As today's passage shows, he is the Son of God, the one in whom we live and move and have our being. Like the God of Hebrew Scripture, he has no need of a second witness. His testimony is true and unimpeachable. Rather than try to arrest him, the religious leaders should have fallen on their knees and worshipped him. When you hear Jesus say that he is the water of life, or the bread of heaven, or the light of the world, don't just hear these as metaphors. Hear these as true statements of Jesus' identity. He is essential for our spiritual life and readily accessible through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you know that we have no power in ourselves to help ourselves. Keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen.